everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, you know, we're still on the are we or aren't we debate regarding a recession, right? But technically, we are. Remember, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. It's what it were always said in the textbooks in Econ 101, right? But don't tell that to the U.S. labor market. For the second month in a row, the employment situation report really revealed not just resiliency, but a surprisingly solid showing as well. So now investors are still left with a confusing economic backdrop for their decision-making process. Let's put the latest jobs report into some perspective real quickly, okay? Total non-farm payrolls rose by 528,000 in July. That more than doubled the consensus forecast of about 250,000. And the job gains were widespread in both the goods and services sector of the economy. But maybe one of the more noteworthy aspects to the labor market data was the level of non-farm payrolls has now finally moved back, actually a little bit above, its pre-pandemic level from February of 2020. This feat took almost two and a half years to accomplish. So then you ask, okay, what about the unemployment rate? It fell 0.1 percentage points to 3.5%, also matching its pre-pandemic level. Matter of fact, you have to go back to 1969 to find a lower reading. And wages, for the record, they remain firm as well. Average hourly earnings posting another annualized increase over 5% at 5.2%. So this is the out of the last 9 out of 10 months. Wages have now risen at an annual rate of over 5%. Something to keep an eye on going forward. I know it's something that the Fed has kind of been downplaying because of, I think, where inflation is at 9.1% as we're talking to you today. Um, So let's keep an eye on that. Recent Fed speak. There's no doubt policy officials have continued to push back against the recession narrative And there's little doubt, in my opinion, this jobs report is going to give the Fed continued confidence to raise rates for the remainder of this year. Right now, I think a reasonable scenario, you look for an additional 100 basis points increase for Fed funds at the starting point between now and year end. And interestingly, Fed funds futures, even though they still look for rate cuts for next year, they seem to have paired those back a little bit as well. So once again, you know, we've talked about, we've blogged on podcasts about Fed funds futures, take them with somewhat of a grain of salt. It's just more volatility in the markets. So what are we saying here? So, you know, what we're seeing, I think, is that 2023 is now becoming the center of the monetary policy debate. You know, notwithstanding the solid labor market data, money and bond markets, as I still said, are discounting the possibility for rate cuts next year. And this is another area of pushback from the Fed. Keep in mind, though, it's August, so let's watch. Chairman Powell at the annual Jackson Hole Conference, it's slated between August 25th and 27th. And in the past, Fed chairs have used this venue to make comments on monetary policy. And given the fact there's no Fed meeting until September 21st, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Powell uses this platform for the purpose once again. So, Obviously, in a knee-jerk reaction, the Treasury market sold off in a rather visible fashion. And as we've continued to discuss, and we're going to continue to emphasize, volatility is elevated in the bond market. Last week, the 10-year Treasury yield dropped to 2.5%, only to finish 30 basis points higher, 
posted jobs report over 2.8%. So our credo, it's going to remain don't chase duration within the fixed income setting. With that, I'm going to sign off. I hope everyone is well and have a great rest of the week. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risk charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.